0: Hello, and welcome back to the Performance Cycling Podcast. I'm Todd Norwood here with my co-host Jason Hammond, and this is a lap Hey, Todd. How's it going? Pretty well. What's on deck today, Jason?
1: Today we're going to talk about RPE, which... I don't know actually how many people talk about RPE regularly in group rides. I was going to say, your friends in your group ride probably talk about this, but actually they probably don't, and RPE stands for Rate of Perceived Effort. And it's a metric that was developed in 1970 by Gunnar Borg. And he came up with the, the scale called the Borg Scale, which is a metric from six to 20. And six means no effort at all, you're just standing there. And 20 is maximal exertion. And this was generally well accepted. It, it was a good way to ask an athlete who was in the middle of a study, how hard is this? Oh, this is an eight. Ah, eh, this is a 14, or, you know, oh,
0: this is a 20. You know why it's 6 to 20?
1: No, I don't, actually.
0: So, th- maybe this is myth or legend, but the understanding I got from it is, is actually to correlate with a heart rate number. So, 6, basically a resting heart rate, 60, if you multiply by 10 all the way up to 200. If you multiply you know, 20 by 10, you get 200 a, as a max heart rate value mm. for certain individuals. So, anyhow... Uh, totally aside, but that's my understanding. Again, maybe it's a myth, but why it was 6 to 20.
1: No, I mean, it's, it's a reasonable enough, you know, it's a good enough myth in all honesty. And actually, what happened was a lot of people didn't like the 6 to 20. And the main reason for that was because how do I know this is a 14 out of 20? What does that mean? And, and it's not even 14 out of 20, it's a 14 out of 6 to 20. And the issue was, Todd, when we ask someone, you know, how how much pain are you in right now, we normally go with a one to ten scale, right?
0: Well, a zero to ten scale, in fact. So right? but, well, but you if it's zero, it's nothing.
1: Yeah, we wouldn't have asked the question in the first place, right? If it's zero. So there is this thing called the simplified Borg scale, which is one to ten. The simplified Borg scale can be adapted for cycling specific pain. And you can correlate it with certain intensities with riding. So, a one would be recovery zone one. A zero, like you said, Todd, is I haven't gotten on my bike yet. And a three is endurance zone two. Five is tempo zone three. Seven is threshold. So, that's one key thing to remember. And that if, when I do my RPE after a workout or after an individual interval, I will usually do. I'll look at, okay, seven's threshold, did it feel like it hurt as much as threshold does or did it hurt a little bit more? Eight is VO2 max, zone five, nine is anaerobic capacity, zone six, and 10 is an all out sprint, zone seven. Easy enough. You can What you can do is you can compare your RPE to your heart rate or your power. Typically, these are the correlations. So on just a normal threshold workout, you should expect it to hurt at a seven out of 10. A typical vo2 max workout it should hurt at an 8 out of 10. but here's the thing if you don't eat breakfast todd is your threshold going to feel like a 7 out of 10 or is your threshold going to feel like a 9 out of 10?
0: i would imagine it's probably a 9 but it probably also depends on what you ate for breakfast if you do eat breakfast because if you had five chips of bacon it might also feel like a 10.
1: That's a very good point. And then how about like at the end of a long ride and you have to do an anaerobic capacity effort, like a zone six effort at the end of a four hour endurance ride.
0: Well, you're not giving me very much wiggle room, but that's probably more like a 10 than a nine. Sure. And so, or if you didn't sleep well the night before
1: yeah absolutely so all these factors go into the number that you actually record we expect normally a threshold would be seven but it could be and i didn't mention this as well you could have decimals as well that makes it a little bit easier is a six and a half 6.5 6.2 you're you're allowed to go in between but the point is that ideally on a normal day threshold is seven but due to other factors dehydration lack of sleep or Potentially caffeine could be the opposite. Caffeine could, you know, oh, it felt like a five and I was doing threshold. It's like, well, you had three cups of coffee for breakfast. So, you know, that- Or
0: motivation, right? If you're at the end of a race, for example, or working, trying to get a new PR and you're close to the end of a climb, it might feel easier because you're highly motivated.
1: Absolutely. And so a 2010 paper explored this idea within RPE. And what they did was they had cyclists who, they cycled at a constant power and the researchers asked the, the subject, what's your RPE now? And essentially RPE increased linearly with the time in the zone. And so they concluded, the researchers concluded that RPE is a subject's estimation of the hardness of the exercise rather than the intensity of the exercise. And so rpe tells us how hard something was how hard the workout was rather than the intensity of the workout and the point of this is we should compare the intensity of the workout to the athlete's rpe and so like we said if an rpe is lower than the intensity like for example we expect something to be a seven out of ten and we experience it as a six and a half or a six out of ten you had a really great day you were properly fueled you know you you slept enough the night before or maybe even your threshold is too low and you need to raise your threshold up on your following workouts if your rpe is higher than the expected value based on the intensity then you know for example if your workout is a 5 out of 10 and it felt like a 7 out of 10 like your your tempo effort felt like a threshold effort for whatever reason It could be an indication that maybe you weren't fully recovered from a previous workout, you were dehydrated, you had some other issue maybe, even life stress can increase your RPE for a given intensity. And this really is the value of RPE, is the comparison between the expected RPE based on the intensity and the actual RPE that the athlete or you experienced. And recording your RPE every day after your workout can be a good way to get an idea over time of How hard is this workout supposed to be? And then the next time you do it and it's one or two points higher for some reason, you can go back and evaluate why was that so hard today? What changed in my routines? What changed in my workouts? Whatever. Can we get to the bottom of why this was such a hard workout today?
0: And I think to add on to that, I've seen some interesting work in the team sports realm where they take this concept and then apply it across the athletes on the team and say, okay, well, we expect this workout to be a seven. They ask all the athletes and then they start to understand most individuals really fit. They said it was a five and maybe this individual isn't appropriately recovered. They said it was a nine today, but the team mean was still a seven. So the workout we did was appropriate and we hit our target, but we maybe need to challenge this athlete more. And we maybe need to have this athlete rest because they perceived it as being very hard. And that, Uh, has seen some really nice results in terms of understanding fatigue across the team and not just an individual level.
1: That's really cool. And actually we can simulate that with a single individual. You are a different athlete on each day that you do your workouts. And so we can get a consensus from, you know, a lot of coaches will do the same 2 by 20s maybe eight times within a single mesocycle. and you know, what is the RPE for each of those eight times? That can be that same sort of conglomeration of data so that we can extrapolate maybe the difficulty of the the effort the day before. This felt like an eight today because the effort the day before was significantly harder than the other day when it felt like a seven, the workout before that workout was easier. So RPE is a great way to just get more information out. It can inform you or inform your coach on, how much pain you're in if you're recovered how everything fits together and so that's sort of the the underlying idea of rpe it's something you should get in the habit of doing and actually training peaks has a five point rpe i don't know if you noticed that todd um they have like a smiley face so they'll have a green smile that's a you know as a one or or a low this didn't hurt very much and then they have all the way to a red frowny face with you know a little angry uh, face and that's supposed to be like this was a nine and it sort of serves the same purpose but it, it sort of more generically picks your mood i would encourage you to use this one to ten scale it's very approachable for the athlete and can give a lot of good data for you or your coach
0: yeah absolutely i'm a, I'm a big fan of that so i would take the one to ten approach over the faces approach
1: all right so that's all we have for the pre map today get out there and go ride your bike